back and prepare to laugh. It's the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. the beer. That <laughs> 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 was a good Italian accent. Let's go. Anyway. Woohoo. Woohoo. Anyway. Yeah, that was pretty damn good, man. Wow. <laughs> nice. He's been playing been a, a lot of Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> Mario. Mario. It's a me. Yeah. Mario. Oh no! Anyway, oh the crap, Jack. What? That's awesome. What? That's awesome. <laughs> I have that type of voice, dude. You should hear it whenever, like, uh, I like I, I I tell my little brother and stuff. He's autistic. He plays a lot of like Nintendo games and stuff like that. I look at him because uh, you know because we need to go like on a ride or so and stuff. But in order to do errands and stuff, I look at him and I'm like, oh, let's go. <laughs> he looks at me, just starts laughing. Nice. <laughs> And all I can do, I'm really good at um, impersonating um, pedophiles. So I can do a... I don't think that's a compliment. <laughs> 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 I got some popsicles in my basement. I got a popsicle for you. It's my pocket. <laughs> do a decent Pee Wee Herman. You know, whatever. You want some popsicles? Mm. I got some popsicles in my basement. Hi <laughs> there, muscly home people, boy. Come give me some good news. Now time for the 24-hour marathon of Little League's, the Little League World Series. Jackpot. Oh, my God. What the fuck are we doing? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> We're all I right? think we should start I'm, I'm recording. We are recording. Right, keep this in here. This will stay. <laughs> oh uh-huh. my god! You guys want some popsicles down in the basement? <laughs> Got a big tip in my pocket for you. Get your fat ass over! <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. This is a true story. Back when I was playing Halo 3 on the Xbox 360, <laughs> I was in a group with a couple, like one of my friends, who was my coworker at the time, and uh, we were at a random Halo party, and uh, one of the opponents or some was uh, like just talking smack and stuff like that before the match, and I just go, because he had mentioned popsicles, right? And so here I am, like on my headset, I was like all, popsicles? Any popsicles down the basement? <laughs> And when I did that, all my all the people I was with just started laughing so oh hard. Because <laughs> it sounded exactly like Herbert the Pervert. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go back and watch the episodes now. Oh man, I know. One, my favorite. Okay, let's is, do. My favorite is uh, yeah. when Law is like, "There's no more Law," and you just see you just see Herbert break into the Griffin's house. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he just takes Chris. <laughs> oh. oh man, it's fucking hilarious. 
Uh, and Jasper, go get your papes and boobs. Okay. <laughs> uh, All right, lads, let's stop. Welcome, everybody, to the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, the Jack of Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, new rule. Jack's going to record in that voice now. <laughs> no, but seriously. Uh, yes, I am your host for this week, the Jack of Hearts, and with me, as always, Ginger Boy. How you doing, Ginger Boy? Oh, man, I'm doing a lot better right now. Drinking some beers. Having good conversations about pedophiles with uh, <laughs> my boys over here. Oh, that's uh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I just sprayed my face with fucking water. <laughs> that's not water. Oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm doing pretty good. Still busy. Uh... I had a, I, I had one of those moments, you know, like, you ever had those moments where you realize you're a pretty big nerd? Yeah. I had one of those moments, so over the weekend, I went to Omaha Zoo with my family. Yeah. And the entire time, all I wanted to do was play Pokemon. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was sitting like, petting a stingray. I'm like, oh, I want to I play Pokemon right now. I want, <laughs> I want that man with you. Like that's all. That's all. That's all I wanted to do. All, all I thought about the entire time I was like, "Oh man!" I started thinking about the Pokemon. Well, I can't remember half the names. Oh I'm my like, god! Oh. Well, petting that Stingray is like, a, "Oh, I can really catch a Mantine right now." Like, man, I wish I had like a like a freaking like a ball I can just throw at it and like just stuck it in there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sir, what are you doing? It's like it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> I caught it. It's mine. It was wild. It's like the Safari Zone, man. The, the zoo is Safari Zone. No. You just go in there, it's like, you just go into the freaking SeaWorld thing. Safari Zone, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I paid my money to get in here, and I'm catching all the Pokemon I want. I got, I got, they, they gave me 30, they gave me 30 balls on the on the way in. I have 30, I have 30 shots here. Yeah. So, I had, yeah, I had a very nerd moment there, so. And but, I haven't moved a foot, so don't call that timeout bullshit. That's true. You only get 500 steps? You get 500 steps. <laughs> Bullshit! I'm gonna start just throwing balls from like, like from across the freaking as grenades. Yeah, go! It's like the beginning of a Call of Duty like multiplayer game. Like as soon as the map starts, just freaking throw. He just throws a pokeball at a random like like just dead rat just appears out of it. It's like oh, oh I should have fed that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh great! I invented the plague. Uh, yeah. So what else have you been doing, Tyler? Uh, you know, same old, same old, working. Uh, to the, went to the bar the other night. That was fun. Exciting. Right. Had some delicious oh. left-hand brewery beer, as is tradition. Um, no, pretty much. Uh, you, still chugging through uh, Last of Us. all the left-hand brewery beers. Yeah. What? What did you say, Knuckles? You're going to drink all the fucking beer before it's actually... It's like, damn, it's like we just sent a shipment last night. What the fuck happened? Pretty much is what's been going on here. Yeah, it's yeah. all getting glued in my house. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm still trying to chug through, uh, excuse me, Last of Us. And it's, right. it's kind of funny about that game is, I'm from all people, like, it's a great game, but, like, it's kind of a one that you can't go through it again because the story was so great. It's one of those, but you can't, yeah. the gameplay wasn't great enough to go through it again. I'm actually enjoying it more, I think, now than what I went through it the first time. Really? I don't. I, I, I like. I'm actually like more like I want to go back and play it more than I like. I remember the first time I went through it, 
is like it was a constant sense of dread. Yeah. Just because like every like it was so tense the entire time. And I think it's because I know what's gonna happen um, now. Or I, well, I remember I remember most of the things like I remember the key moments of the games. So I I think that makes it less tense. So like I'm just mm-hmm. enjoying the experience now more than I did the last time. Where like you get into like a spot where you're like you're trying to sneak through a bunch of enemies or clickers. You know, it's like what's gonna happen next. But I know what's gonna happen next. So it's just like now I'm just enjoying the game and it's a lot more fun. Huh. So. Really? Uh, yeah. So it's pretty cool. And the pacing's like the pacing. I know it's a lot more. Uh, I know it's more is is during this game this playthrough is great where you just have like twenty thirty minutes of kind of like lull where you just kind of like a lot of walking and just kind of like just talking between uh, Joel and Ellie back and forth mm-hmm. just building character and then it's just like two hours of freaking tense big moment after big moment after big moment after big moment. And I, oh, that's so much overload from that. Yeah, I, like just like the entire time you're in Pittsburgh, it's just like a crazy Ugh. moment where like it's just big, really tense moment for after another. You get through like this whole like scenario where like all these guys are around, or clickers are around, or whatever. Like you're getting chased by a tank. You have like a few like minutes of like kind of like oh, okay, I could breathe, and then bam, you're right back into it. And then like you get to like after you get out of Pittsburgh, it's kind of like. 15 minutes of like alright now I'm just kind of walking around talking to Ellie and you know just solving a puzzle where some reason every now every time you go uh, we need to cross a body of water and you need Ellie to get across a body of water there's a pallet in the water somewhere conveniently there conveniently <laughs> there which is I just I was playing it today and I just kind of realized that this is that. so fucking funny too so far I'm like I don't know I can't remember how far I am in the game but I, I made it, I'm in fall now so I'm not I'm probably the, like probably third of the way through and there's yeah. been four parts in the game so far where you've had to like get across the body of water, and all four times you had to use a there's a pallet in the water, <laughs> or there's a pallet yeah. nearby. No. <laughs> How about after this right. we uh, play Pokemon? And we battle each other with what we have on mm. what the uh, 3ds. I don't. I don't oh. think I, I don't even that have that one fun. anymore. What? Mm-mm. You don't have what now? Jack's getting offended. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, I have eight copies. I'll send you one of mine. No, I don't have Pokemon. I don't, I don't think I have Pokemon X anymore. Uh, that's no big deal, man. Besides, like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire is going to be coming out anyway. He's going to play it for a day, then sell it. I, I put over, I put like 50 hours into Pokemon X. Hey, okay? I put 70 hours into that game and you didn't s- even get to <laughs> You slept through 40 hours of it. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Tell me you played for seventy hours. The game has been on for seventy hours. It's still on. Like it's actually he's at like he's clocked in like over like twenty thousand hours. No, by the time I he, quit, by the time I quit, I had like two hundred and forty hours in. He's only he's only got the third badge. No, I'm, <laughs> I had just passed the. Power plant or whatever. Oh, okay, so I really I, yeah, I beat the game. So shut your whore, whore mouth. I don't, I was, and this is another thing. I'm sorry. I, like, I just I play when I get off work. I get off work at one yeah. a.m. I'm sorry. I'm laying in my bed. I'm sorry. I fall asleep. Hey, hey. <laughs> Which is natural. I get up at three forty-five in the morning, and then I don't get home till four thirty. All right. I don't want to hear about it. But oh, I, 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 I was looking you at, get at home it. You get home and when it's daylight. Tell me yeah. how bad that is. It pretty sucks because being a ginger, it's pretty horrible because you gotta go outside. 
So, <laughs> but no, that's called being a nerd. No, it's called you burn easily. Um, I, I was, <laughs> but the, the, what you said is also true. Um, but I was I was looking at like this is kind of what I've been playing this year, and I realized mm-hmm. I've already beaten so far this year eleven games. I think I've beaten like about nineteen games this year, and that's really really low in comparison to years past. Did you that I beat used to like a hundred games in two thousand twelve? No, yep, 2013. Well, not 2000. It was 2013, mm. yeah. And even so, I just played a lot of games like one of the very safe stages towards the end of games. Oh my god. Oh, if you want to get really crazy or something like that, then uh, yeah, I've done stuff like that. Uh, let me give you honest-to-god advice. Never play that many games all at once inside one month. You would go freaking insane. <laughs> that, and then you end up doing a podcast with two drunk assholes. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, but that was my introduction, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, Knuckles, what have you been doing? Well, I've been working. I've been managing stuff. I've been doing a lot of boring crap. I'm happy to be recording now. I'm drinking a beer. My left hand brewery's milk stout. Nice. Um, right now. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing that way before I to- told you what my beer was. No, but I'm doing both. Not really both. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, kind of tired. Uh, but uh, I was tried out that EA Access thing that we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And. Uh, Trot played it, and it's like, uh, the games you can get on it are Battlefield 4, Madden 25. Awesome. Uh, FIFA 14. Oh. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the last one was. Oh, Peggle 2. Well, it's like, fuck, I have Peggle 2 already. Uh, don't give a damn about FIFA or, uh, Madden. And I was like, alright, I guess I'll download Battlefield 4. (laughs) <laughs> no, downloaded it, played it, enjoying it a little bit, not playing multiplayer. For some reason, I'm actually enjoying the single player to Battlefield. Single player wasn't bad when I played of it. Really yeah, it's like, it. EA makes great single player games. Like, uh, sing- eh. Did you play Battlefield 3 <laughs> or Metal Water? It's debatable. Make okay, <laughs> make okay single player games. But... Well, then you also gotta realize, like, EA put forth money with Bioware, and, uh, got Mass Effect, Dragon Age, and all those good games. So, my opinion mm-hmm. holds true. Alright, Ginger Boy? Mm, sure. Okay. I think they make good games. I think they're... they make. I think they make pretty good first-person shooter military story modes. Yeah. Not that. That sounds about Passable. accurate. Well, that's all they really make, though, if now. EA is like... At the moment, yeah. It was like, what do you think? Uh, I, I can't even think of a EA title that isn't a shooter sports game. Mirror's Edge. And, uh, yeah, that's oh, the that's person that comes to mind. Dragon Age. Peggle. Okay. Yeah. Peggle. Players vs. Zombies. Peggle, man, that's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> But PVZ too. <laughs> that is awesome story. It technically has a story. Pickle <laughs> yeah. Two is a great story. It has a ball breaking other balls. <laughs> now you break 
bricks and other balls. <laughs> Peggle's awesome. Yeah. Don't you diss Peggle? Oh, I like Peggle. <laughs> but, Bastard. yeah, I'm probably about halfway through that story and kind of enjoying it. But, for the most part, it's like it shows you all these EA games. Yeah. On there. 90% of them are launch, t- like, are the, are the launch titles from the <laughs> from fucking launch of the Xbox One. I was like, well, yep, this is pretty much Oh, fact. man. Oh, jeez. No, it's because EA was the only, was the, the only thing Microsoft had at launch. It, yeah, that's true. Beside yeah. Rise, uh, Dead Rising, and uh, Forza. Yeah. Yeah, I really need to get into Dead Rising 3. I think their launch was probably still better than PS4s. Because they had, like, Killzone. Yeah, but... Yeah, at least they had, like, a decent, like, first-party game, though, mm-hmm. for Sony. Yeah. Not, not to ditch on Rise or anything, I haven't played it, but... Uh, it did It and... did destroy a whole company. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> that's, that's all. That's too. all it did. But... I go through it, it's like, okay, oh wow, Need for Speed uh, Rivals is on here, I wanted to play that, and uh, go on it, $40, uh, that, oh great, thank you for giving me a discount on EA games, and uh, it's like, I paid $5 to get a $10 discount on game, on the EA games that I can't play. Hey, if you buy six games though, you get one free. Basically, if you pay the twenty nine ninety nine for the year, I paid the right. four nine nine for the month. Oh so wait, so what's the difference between paying for a year than it paying monthly? Um, basically, I just wanted to test the water out. I didn't want to put the whole thirty dollars down on it. For oh, okay. A year. So there's like no benefit to doing it, just paying a, a year in advance. Basically, I think there's like a discount because five times twelve that's twenty five. Like fuck. Well, yeah, if you're, you're just going to pay for like a month or two, so then uh, it's like, yeah, there's no really any reason to pay the whole yeah, 30 I, bucks for a year. I guess that's true. It's half, that's half the price if you do. Yeah. It's 60 so. bucks if you do it monthly. Yeah, oh. So. Oh. What are you, Speed Racer now? <laughs> oh. <No>. Oh. <laughs> I need to get to the finish line. Oh. Uh, Can I have some of your milk speed? <laughs> anyway. God, what's going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> This show's going down here. I'm glad this is our last episode. <laughs> oh, wait. I've ruined the surprise. Uh, I'll edit it out. Don't worry. Uh, might as well talk about it. Nah. Fuck well, it. Yeah, it, well, let me just uh, let me just go over what I've yeah, been what playing just do? quickly. Let, let Jack introduce himself. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what? I am the Jack of Hearts. <laughs> anyway. And uh, I've been playing a lot of Titanfall. <laughs> well, Titanfall! No, it doesn't work. Well, what what ended up happening was, I think it was like one week ago, after we recorded our podcast and stuff, I was talking with uh, Jacob and stuff after, and... Uh, Who? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> no names. Keep this shit anonymous. That's the only thing I bleep on this show is when you say our real names. <laughs> really? I didn't no, do that. I don't. I don't do that, actually. I should do that. Why don't I do that? Well, anyway, I was talking with Knuckles and stuff after the podcast, and uh, I was looking... I want, I'm, I'm changing my name to Titty Master after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think about now is uh, Seth Rogen from uh, fucking... God, what was that movie? Um, Knocked this Up. This is the end. Ah, uh, yes. Oh. the end. Okay. It's like, you gonna titty fuck us? <laughs> <laughs> He just grabs his tits. <laughs> but anyway, 
I was looking at my my uh, freaking entertainment shelf, and uh, I found a couple of my Xbox One games. I, I had no idea that I still like had them like on a certain side. So I grabbed one of them. It's like I have Titanfall un like wrapped up still. I'm like I didn't know I wow. had this. And uh, I had gotten it as a gift and stuff, but I hadn't bothered playing it because I was so into Pokemon that, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I went ahead and I just started playing around with it because, hey, you know what? Just give it a shot. So I played, started playing the campaign mode for Titanfall, and it took me about nine or ten hours or so like that. But I finally completed both campaigns. And uh, let me let wait. Me s- it it took you not at ten hours to beat Titanfall's campaign. Yeah, it did. That's because it kept cycling through the maps, and I kept. I, here's the initial thing that I uh, was thinking about when I was playing this. It's like the thing about Titanfall when you complete a chapter, if you back out like for a, like a certain chapter, or even like a certain like, uh, or even like in the middle of a match. The game automatically saves the place where you're at, and so it'll return you back to that corresponding map. And so I was on the assumption, oh, okay, I have to go to this certain, these couple maps here as a certain, like, faction, either Militia or IMC, in order to complete those. And every time I would try that, it would end up taking me back to, like, a few maps, like, before that. And it, it it just started to become such a long and drawn out process that uh, that's that's weird because uh, when I played it, I went straight through as one campaign, then uh, played it again, went straight through as another campaign. Like it took me about th- two hours on each ca- campaign. Well, the thing and it took me to that because I was we're playing multiplayer matches. But well, maybe that was maybe I did something wrong or something in terms of uh, that way because what en- what ended up happening was I kept going into certain like campaign maps. Like ones that were later on, and so there's like, just like uh, first thing really, and so I would get bumped back and forth. So I don't really know like uh, how the campaign begins and ends for both sides. As a result, it doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't. Well, oh, there is there is no real uh, ending to each of them. Yeah, that's that's everybody, very true. Everybody gets a robot. Well, the thing, I, the only thing I remember from the Topfall campaign is, uh, it's like we need to, we could work together. We could fight the robots. And I was like. Yeah, aren't robots helping us? <laughs> I know that's funny. You have all Don't these, we sen- all these specters and all these other like robots. You're using fucking robots to fight people and robots. So it's like, what the hell's the point? Anyway, so campaign aside and those little like techniques and stuff, I started playing it and I really started to get into the whole parkour aspect of like running across walls and like just dodging to and fro and stuff, it just really made the gameplay seem just faster in corresponding to other games that uh, I've played online. Like, I've played Call of Duty Black Ops online, I've played Halo 3, I've played various other types of uh, shooters and stuff, but this one seems to click with me for some reason. <laughs> I'm not too sure it's because I'm just uh, piloting giant-ass, like, uh, mechs and stuff. Giant robots. Just giant robots. <laughs> God, what was that What was that anime where you, it was like some... Transformers? No. No, what's up? It's like... God, what was it? It's like Magnus XLR or some shit. Yeah, Magnus XLR. That was uh, on Toonami. Where he had the... Yeah, where he had like the hot rods, the head of the giant robot. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Coop, just like uh, Cooper or something like that. Just uh, controlling that big-ass robot and stuff against that alien overlord. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's some really deep, like, uh, early, mid-2000s shit right there. (laughs) But yeah, it's sort of similar in 
the aspect of that that TV series and Titanfall. I mean, you're controlling these damn like uh, mechs and stuff once you get uh, once they're completed, like maintenance and stuff. And so you have ass. You have oh, yeah. You have ass. Anyway, <laughs> ass ass baby. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> there are three types of titans you can go with here. One is the standard Atlas, which uh, is pretty much like a basic, like standard build of a, uh, uh, you know, like a generic robot. The next one for every for everyone who had who's played uh, Team Fortress or yeah, God, what was that other game? Brink. Yeah. Uh, you could get basically your medium build that's, a- that's average speed, average shields. Yep. That would be like the medium class. That's the medium class. Then you have the faster type of class with a strider, which, you know, you can just, it's more like a speed. Which means one shot you're dead. Yeah, that's true too. You don't have too much shield. And the last one is the ogre, which is the, the, the tank class pretty much, where it has a lot of HP. But they got a lot of layers. It, like, like an onion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's got a lot of layers to it. But, uh... Cakes! Cakes have layers. <laughs> Good one. But the thing about these Titans is you can customize their weapons, you can customize your little em- like emblems and stuff. You can even, like, customize the type of missiles you shoot out, like, say, clusters, or, like, salvo missiles, or even, like, lock-on type of, uh, stuff. What I like to do. What's your rank now? My rank now, as it stands, I haven't prestiged yet. I'm still on like the, I'm still on the level one like uh, prestige. I'm at level thirty four. <laughs> really, I think you're higher than me now. Um, You've got to be by thirty three levels. <laughs> but God, what was I trying to say? Oh, uh, what weapons do you like to use? Well. Let's see. For my pilot, I'm just alternating through, like uh, alternating through. Let's just say for your ogre. Well, for my ogre, I like to use the grenade launcher, pretty much. The onion grenade launcher. Well, there's this like gun and stuff that shoots like three grenades uh, at a time. Or a ginger boy, come on. <laughs> the evil grenade launcher. <laughs> what I liked about Titanfall, other than the fast gameplay and stuff, it's just the customization of your pilots, your customization of your titans. I mean, when I'm doing my pilot loadout, I just like to mix up the various weapons and stuff. I love the cluster, the 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 remote mines. That's what I know, the remote mines and stuff. Because I like... Central charges? Yeah, those those type of charge things. Because when I'm doing, like, domination maps and stuff, I go ahead and, like, <laughs> I'm, like, right near the, the checkpoint stuff, toss one of those motion sensor, like, grenades or something like that. Enemy walks into it, boom. So it's just, it's just hilarious to do that. <laughs> but uh, I've actually have... Uh, I have actually have won on most of the maps with by both campaigns. I think I only have like about two maps that I haven't won, like uh, with uh, either faction. So I'm pretty close to completing like uh, winning every single like uh, like chapter and stuff with both can well, with both factions and stuff. So I'm happy about that. But yeah, you know what? Titanfall is really good. It was, it's it's got me so hooked though that I actually got the DLC stuff for it. Like uh, I think it was last night. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I really enjoy it. So other than that, I've been playing a little bit of Guacamelee Super the Super Turbo Championship Edition. I'm still liking it. I mean, it's it's basically the same. I probably have touched on this before, but it's basically the same as uh, the original Guacamelee and stuff. On the PS3, PlayStation Vita, PS4, and like all the other, 
like consoles and PC that it's out on. But uh, what I do like about this game is whenever you like uh, unlock a new ability or something like that, I had a problem like with the old with the old version of it because when you're playing the original game Guacamelee, whenever you unlock something. There were these, like, red lights that would flash so fast that it just kind of made you say, oh my god, whoever has epilepsy is going to have a hard time playing this damn game because of the damn... All these red lights just flashing so much that it's... That's, that's basically how I felt with uh, Infamous. It's like, if you've... Once you steal that light power... Yeah. And it's pretty much all over for... It's pretty much all over for fucking... Uh, People who have seizures and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I know. It it was such a problem that every time I completed the game originally, like uh, the original version of Guacamelee, but every time the, I would get like a new power up or like a new ability, I would just look away from the screen because it's like, Jesus Christ, man, tone down the lights. But uh, other than that, what's new about this version is they've added a new boss character. They've added a new section, which is pretty cool because this new boss is like, it's basically kind of like a, like a mariachi band, like a skeleton mariachi band. <laughs> so you have these three, uh, these three skeletons that are like conjoined together and, uh, they are missing their, uh, their dead partner or something like that. Uh, Pedro, his name is. And so they are helping us with the main boss of the story here, like a Calcutta or something like that, try to, uh, like, steal the El Presidente's daughter and stuff like that. So what Calcutta made a deal with him or something like that, that, uh, oh, man, that's a lot of that's. But, uh, so yeah, he made a deal with the dude. Hey, I'll revive your dude. I'll revive your partner and stuff if you help me destroy this luchador. You know, this and that and this and that. And this boss fight that I endured last night, it was just basically the three, basically kind of like the three kind of like as a totem pole right in the middle of the stage. And you had to dodge these beams and like do all this and stuff. It was kind of like a creative boss battle, but in the way it was just really easy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty close towards the end of the game. I just defeated the boss Javier Jaguar, which is basically some dude that's just transformed into a, like, uh... A jaguar? Yeah, a jaguar, man. <laughs> it's really cool too. I want to play this game so bad. I need to do that here soon. Dude, there are so many met, like references to You know if you if you had a uh Xbox One, you would have gotten that game for free. Yeah, you would have. That's how exactly why I'm playing it. <laughs> Cuz uh, I got that version for free. But here's the thing, it makes references to past uh video games, past memes. It even and here's the funniest part about it. That new section actually has a like a reference to Super Metroid. Why? Because there's one room that has Crocomire skeleton like on the wall. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> it has the same indentation. <laughs> Which is so hilarious. But uh, the game is fun. There's new abilities. There's there's like a new type of ability where if you click both the control sticks, you get to activate sort of like uh, like a super version of yourself, kind of like how in God of War you can do that, or in some other basic action games you can do that as well. But uh, but yeah, I really do like this version of the game. I think it's better than the original Guacamelee, and uh, I'm going to be finishing it pretty soon. So, without further ado, let's just go into our news. <laughs> Unless, uh, Knuckles, you have something you wanted to should, should say. We, do we need, do, should we talk about it, guys? Is it time? Is it the time? Uh, was, maybe. It's, I think it might be time for Crom Tom. <laughs> Pop your 40s, guys. It's time. Yo, yo, yo. Can, <laughs> can can I can I break the news? Yeah, I guess you can. 
This is it, guys. Tyler's coming out of the closet. This, yep, finally. <laughs> finally. No, I think we knew that on episode one. Little did we know that ever since episode six of the Drunk Dashers podcast, I've been in the closet with Knuckles recording this podcast. No, this is... Funny. Yes. Funny. That's a, that's, that's, that's a really funny. That's a callback right there for you. Uh, I, For those who don't know, I used to record the episodes in a closet because it's the only room I had available to me at the time. <laughs> But, uh, no, this is the last episode ever of the Junk Dashers podcast, guys. Uh, uh. After over a year, 61 episodes, countless hours of podcasting with these guys, even more hours editing with these guys, <laughs> we decided to close the chapter of Junk Dash Nerds. Yeah. Chapter one is complete. We're about to move on to a second chapter. Yes. Uh, we're... Make... The way it sounds, it's like... Drunk Nerds, yes, it's going away. But we aren't. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just going through... Yeah. We're just going through that random we're, awkward we're, phase we're, in our life. And uh, we are now yeah, maturing into like adults. Through, <laughs> into adults who kind of sobering up. No, but... Before, uh, we're going through a name change... From now on, we'll be known as Jing. We'll be at JingGaming.net. Um, this is going to be the Generation Gaming Podcast. I don't know for sure what our name's actual podcast name is going to be. We haven't really thought of that yet, but Degeneration Gaming. No. <laughs> uh, this is the, the gener- This is like the genesis of the Generation Gaming Podcast. Yes, <laughs> Jack gets it. This could be the DG the DG Podcast. No, we'll we'll figure out the name. But to be honest, to be honest, we're not going anywhere. It's just a name change, and uh, I'm just basically hoping to expand our audience and whatnot. And yeah. People don't really like going to, towards, unless you're alcoholic, of course. People don't really like going to the title where drunk nerds and yeah, dash. Something called drunk nerds. Yeah, we've come across random things where it's actually been kind of derogatory for some of the people that uh, are like, uh, have been listening. So there have been some complaints, I think, from uh, people, but. So basically, because the drunk dash nerds doesn't, like, doesn't really explain what we're about. If, th- if we think the generation, the gen gaming kind of gives you a better idea of what we're going to be discussing. So, so does this mean I can't drink anymore, guys? No, you can't drink. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I can't do I can't do this without drinking. Oh, God. This would uh, be horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's it. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, we're also looking to, like I said last week, when we have another uh, video content creator, um, we're hoping to get more with the name change and more like riders and stuff like that. And our website will be up probably within the next couple of weeks. Yay! Yeah, so stay tuned in, guys. Yay! I'm excited. Yep. I'm so excited. I'm about to tell. I know, I know, I know. I won't do. Anyway. But yeah, if you are looking to. You know, write some articles or anything like that for a video game website. Or if you're interested in uh, making videos on YouTube or our site, yep. let me know. Yep. 
making just or making movies, making friends, making fighting movies. around the world. You know, whatever. Basically, if you're interested in and, making content for uh, our website and stuff, please contact us. Either yes. by Facebook, by Twitter. We have our own like uh, dedicated like uh, Twitter and Facebook pages on Facebook. It's Obviously, like uh, drunk dash. Well, well, currently it's drunk dash. For right now, for now, right, right now it's drunk dash nurse. Next week we'll let you know what the name, the new changes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but we've been we've been talking about this for like probably well, off and on for like a year now. Mm-hmm. And finally, like a month yeah. ago, we decided on a name. Yeah. It was, we decided it was basically me. It's like, all right, assholes, pick a name. <laughs> I, I, was, I was still a big fan of the uh, podcast of honor, but uh, that's, that's, that was my pick. Our total nonstop podcasting. A total nonstop podcast. Impact podcasting. New podcasting. World championship podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> New podcast order. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Alright, Jack, well, take control of the shit before we <laughs> Well, I've actually been pretty lenient on you guys this week, so with that big news out of the way, let's get into the needy-greedy, shall we? Anyway, first up on the agenda, Drive Club has got delayed, and apparently, from what I've been reading oh, here... no. From the reason why Drive yeah, Club yeah. got delayed. Yeah, I understand. I'm getting to it. The reason why Drive Club got delayed is basically from what Shue Yoshida said in an article here on Polygon, it looks like. It's just basically like a few like technical glitches or something like that. Apparently apparently the the, the what was the, what was the word he's used? But the, the main menu caused issues, they had to delay it for almost a year. The main menu. Let me read it here. Where is it at? Where is it? Okay. It's like the first thing on the agenda. <laughs> Yes, it is. Well, I'm, I'm reading the article again. Oh, yeah, the dynamic menu system. That was it. No, no, the game sucked, so they had, a, they had to delay it for a year. I'm just going to say that. That's why it got delayed a year. Your game was horrible. Nobody liked it. Nobody wanted it. So they had to delay it a year, and I still don't think anybody wants it. So, mm. boom. Yeah, wait until we get the backlash uh, from that. It, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know what? I'm still waiting for the crew. Well, you know what? I am just... <sighs> when it comes to, like, game delays, or even, like, reasonings why certain games get delayed, it's like, I'm more of a fan of, hey, if you want to take time to make your game better, go on ahead. But, uh... Like Duke Nukem Forever? Well, that, that was a rare exception <laughs> right there. Oh, that didn't, uh... It wasn't the fact that they were delaying it to make it better. The fact it was, it was, it was uh, in development. The companies went out of business. Oh yeah, so they kept delaying the the one game they owned. They kept delaying it for fifteen years. Oh my gosh, yes. They're... It might hurt your business when for for fifteen years you don't have anything going out, but you work on this one game, and you just put money into it and put money into it. Eventually, you can go out of business. Yeah, and that and the fact it was like five different game like uh, game dev ideas or something just like cram into like just one various like uh, game, but that's yep. totally different in comparison to Drive Club, where it's just basically we've heard about it for at least the past like year or two. It's been delayed, I think, until what was it, two thousand fifteen or so? No, it's still coming out October seventh. Okay, it's still coming out October seventh. But that was the reasoning that they they said that why the game. Um... Got delayed, um, <clears throat> uh, for the for the year. Ah, I see. 
Alright, so next on the agenda right here, Destiny Writer goes to Telltale Games. So, Joshua Rubin. Basically, he was one of the writers behind, like, uh, Bungie's, like, upcoming shooter, like, Destiny. He apparently left the studio, like, uh, to pursue a new position at uh, Telltale Games, apparently. Yeah. Didn't, isn't he doing the, uh, he was the guy that did all the the stories for, um, like, you find, like, the audio logs throughout the game, right? Yeah, the, he, he was, uh, for Destiny, he was the guy that came up with a little bit of, he was doing the, he did the ghost, the dead ghosts, like, journal yeah. entries. He also did the history of Destiny. Oh God, what else? What? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. He, he did a few other things. I'm trying to remember. He did Assassin's Creed too, which makes me excited. Oh, he's doing the mis- yeah. He's like he was. He did the he co wrote the script for Assassin's Creed two. He did a couple of jobs. He did a couple of projects at Capcom and Visceral. Yep. But. I'm trying to remember. He's like he. I'm trying to remember what he wrote during. He wrote the dead go. He wrote the dead ghost journals entries in, in Destiny. Hopefully, he didn't write Peter Dinklage's dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> he built. Yeah, he built the mythology of, and uh, plotted out the season arcs, while also writing on the scripts. So this guy. Whatnot. This guy did a lot. It sounds like. Yeah, he definitely has some credibility to him. So yeah, Telltale Games like, gets, gets an awesome dude. It looks like. Yeah, so, yeah. For he's going on to write the Game of Thrones stuff for. The, uh, oh the, man, that's some good company I, right there. I completely forgot about that too, and now I'm all excited about the Game of Thrones Telltale game series again. Dude, yeah, he's, dude, I never even watched Game of Thrones, and I'm kind of excited by that po- my prospect. Oh my god, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that I have two. You dudes. Just kick me in the tank, Jack. <laughs> just kick you in the tank. I'm gonna puke. I haven't even watched like. All of season four, and that still hurt oh. me. <laughs> you guys are killing me here. Hey, I know what goes on. It doesn't mean I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> just Jack, just watch it. <laughs> Seriously, I think you can borrow uh, Ginger Boy's HBO Go and watch that shit. Sorry, figure out the password. I'll let you know. All right, no problem. <laughs> I'll hold you to that. Anyway, next topic right here. Apparently, Minecraft for the PS4 fails inspection. So. Yeah, I'm sad about this. I really am. I kind of am, and I kind of am as well because, for one, I still don't care. <sighs> it's like, for one, the game has well, supposed to been. You have no soul, and you're not. A, you're not a fan of Legos. <laughs> I love Legos. Don't get me wrong. We've been over this. So OCDs. You don't like. You don't like virtual Legos. I love Legos. I I have. A, you know, I have problems with my OCD, so I can't play these games. <laughs> like I love the Lego games. I can't play them. OCDs. Okay, so apparently Minecraft uh, has like a couple of uh, various little like parts that need to be fixed by uh, a, as a core. No, it's like they um, they yeah they sent uh, the final product in to to Sony mm-hmm. for uh, testing. <clears throat> uh, Sony basically declined and say you need to fix some of your bugs that you have. Right, and, and they're basically reworking right. it. And then they pushed back the Xbox One version because that was supposed to be sent to... Uh, 4J was supposed to send that to Microsoft for certification. Yeah. But they're holding that back to fix the bugs on that. Oh, okay. I totally raised my, 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 totally my point. I was worried that it would uh, it would definitely hurt PS4 because I thought it would still come out... My, uh, Minecraft was coming to Xbox One on time. No, they're pushing, they're pushing back both, okay. um, right. both versions of the game. 
And uh, you must have misread that thing. It was, it was supposed to launch this month, but they're probably going to push it back. Like, I guess maybe a month or two. Which is great because Minecraft is going to come out in November, probably. Oh man, that kind of sucks. Like to a certain degree, though. I was really looking forward for like Minecraft releasing sometime this month, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I was too. But for me, luckily, I'm not going to have to pay the twenty dollars again. Five bucks. Five, or I'm going to be at paying ten bucks. I'm going to be paying five bucks on both platforms. Ah, yeah, yeah. For for me, but I also get free PS. I also get a Vita version for free. Yeah, so. that's true. For me, um, Madden comes out on Tuesday, so that's kind of my next like. Down, like nine months. Oh my god! Right that's I'm just not gonna have time for Minecraft. I wonder if I get mad. Will I be able to get Madden for free on EA? Or on EA no, you have to. You whatever. get you get ten dollar discount. <laughs> Actually, I think you can play up to like about six hours of the game. From what I understand, I think you get like a five day early. You might get a five day early demo, but that might. I don't know if that's now. It might be later, eventually. So. Oh no! I'm out of beer. <laughs> Dude, I've already drank a six pack, and I still got like. Let me let me check. Um, eight more beers. So. Oh, I spent a lot of money at the bar the past couple of days. So. Ah. Like I drank a six pack like at at the bar like, a couple of days ago. <laughs> Went to Walgreens before the three a.m. deadline. Yep. Picked up a six pack of uh same of the, fucking milk stout. Drank three of them that night. So I was like. By the third one, I was laying in bed watching Supernatural. Uh-huh. Laying in bed. Fell asleep with the beer in my hand. Woke up like 30 minutes later. It's like, oh shit, down the beer. <laughs> and then I uh, went back that. to sleep. <laughs> no, hell no. It was almost at room temperature. That couldn't happen. No. Ruin it. <laughs> Anyways, what were we talking about? Like, but anyway, Madden. let's go on to Minecraft. It's my game of 2014. <laughs> Well, anyway, let's go up to the next topic right here, and it involves a game that all of us are actually interested in playing sometime, WWE 2K15. Don't put words in my mouth. You don't know that. <laughs> you don't know You're saying that before we recorded. Oh, I am, but don't, don't just assume that I am interested <laughs> in it, even though I said it. I say a lot of things that I don't actually mean. God. I love you, Mom. You know, <laughs> like that one, that's a big one right there for you. That'd be so funny if your mom's in the room. Uh, Thanks for dinner. WWE 2K15 is... 2K15 or maybe dinner. <laughs> 2K15 will make you dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're using all the... God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even think. I can't even concentrate now. Oh my gosh. We broke We broke Jack. Knuckles. Knuckles. Jack, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking we about? Broke, I broke everybody. But anyway, 2K15, oh, man. Continue. what's up? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, really? It's, it's a game. They're right. basically doing an overall, like 2K is doing an overall of uh, the series. Like They're using the visual concepts that they used for NBA 2K games. And basically... So we have sweet ball control? <laughs> no. <laughs> Since I didn't get a chance to really do anything with uh, 2K14 due to WWE wanted the game out that year, yeah. uh, they're actually getting an overhaul on the new series. Uh, they're going to use the, we already know, like we said last week, we're, they're using the player scanning technology that they use for NBA 2K yep. series. 
Which basically means that they're making all the characters look fucking realistic shit. Yep. Which, if you read some, you can find, go online, find some of the articles and stuff. Like, the characters look, my god, realistic. Like, super realistic, and it's yeah. It's, it's kind of fucking scary. It's like, how the fuck is this going to be in real life, like, in the next couple of years? Oh, I know, right? I mean, you look at the pictures, like, the screenshots of, like, John Cena and Randy Orton. Even to a certain extent, like, gold dust and stuff. It's, like, it's crazy how freaking accurate it is. I mean, I'm, yeah, I saw the screenshots of John Cena and Randy Orton. I'm like, oh god, I'm taking a nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't imagine those guys in the ring anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're, they're talking about how some of the real life stuff, uh, like some of the characters, didn't really translate over to uh, to the fucking game. Like CM Punk and Cena had flaws. Yep. Like they were talking about Cena had like this huge fucking forehead, like. Like prehistoric, <laughs> like a fucking Neanderthal forehead, <laughs> and uh, CM Punk like visuals didn't look great, and yeah. but they're also trying to make a uh, make it smoother when you're actually uh, like like make it look like you're actually rest feel like you're actually in the ring, like moving from punch to um, grapple and moves like that, like but God, what was I trying to say? Like, for people who are actually wrestling, you don't fucking, like, punch, like, 18,000 times unless you're, like, fucking with somebody. That's true. Uh, it's like, punch, grapple, throw, and do the same shit over again. They're making it now where you can, like, basically, uh, okay, the, for wrestling fans, you know Cena. Everyone knows Cena. It's like, the five moves of Doom or whatever the fuck yeah. it is. The four moves of Doom or something like that. You have this. Yeah, some shit it's like shoulder tackle, power bomb. Like you can't spin see out me. Bomb, you can't see me. And then f you, whatever the fuck. Attitude it is. adjustment, like STF. They're whatever. making it where you, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like they're making it like more like realistic, where you do like com- more of combo moves. Like if you hit this type of move, you, like, you can move on to this move. Well, they're. Um, like they're also making it where you're, if you're, despite whatever your level of agility is or stamina, is like requires what your reversals and stuff like that are yeah. now. It's like you're not going to be like this little tiny cruise weight picking up people like the big shows, <laughs> like uh, for a spin out power. Can I just say for the record a... though, whenever you're playing the old wrestling games and stuff, you could have like Rey Mysterio like power slamming the big show. <laughs> it was always so funny. This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> But, yeah, it's like, from what 2K is doing with this series, it also, it makes me really excited, because, and it also puts me a little on edge, because I think they might be taking it to the way they do their sports games. And I don't like the sports games, like, I want to play, if I want to play a baseball game, I want to do hit, pitch, catch, and move on. I don't want to do like a eighteen button like combo like quarter left hand analog stick down up round and shit like that for my moves. Mm, so basically, you kind of like want like I, a arcade type of uh, experience, you know, where you just you don't want a simulator. I, I don't want a simulator, right? Like Ginger Boy says, like, yeah. I want like it has been just I want it improved on it, like better graphics and uh, 
like better graphics, fucking uh, story for creative character, right. or just storyline in general. I I want GMO to be its own separate thing. But and yeah, just different. I want to keep the same, just visual overall. Yeah, I can understand and that. Two K seems like they're about to they're bringing in this real story stuff now. But it also is like the controls matter are, are important to me in a fucking wrestling game. Well, all, all I'm uh, really kind of like uh, hoping with this new wrestling game and stuff is I just hope the gameplay isn't flat. You know, I mean, yes, yeah. the past the past like uh, it, like gameplay stuff by THQ and stuff it has been like uh, it's been okay, but they've had their faults. I mean, obviously, you know, with uh, WWE two, like WWE thirteen and stuff, I had problems with like with pinning guys after I would like pull like finishers and stuff, like the kick out of two, even if I've been kicking the dude's ass for most of the match. I mean, two K fourteen was a bit better. Well, two, well, yeah, it was a bit better, honestly. But I just hope that they just refine the gameplay, make it make it a little bit more like uh, fluid and stuff, but not so much like. Uh, you know, strategy based in terms of the control things. Because if I'm just doing a bunch of different like, like a combination of stuff in order just to pin somebody, it just wouldn't work that way for me. Huh. Huh. Well, I just I want a story more important more important than anything else. I don't like I want good controls, but the, like you can learn the controls to pretty much every game if you played enough. Yeah. Just the story has to resonate with me, and if I don't give a damn about the story, a story. All right. Well, anyway, let's go on to our next topic here, and this topic actually is uh, quite awesome, to be perfectly honest. The Resident Evil remake is coming to Xbox 360, <laughs> Xbox One, PS3, PS4, and PC. It's going to be launching like early to 2015 as a downloadable <laughs> game. It's going to be running at full 1080p. Oh no, he's he's getting that he's. Ginger Boy's getting the early zombie virus. <laughs> no, he's yeah. getting the T-virus. And get this, it's like, it's gonna be a remastered version of the original Resident Evil. And it's... It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a remastered off the 2002 game. It's a remaster of the remake. Dude, that's awesome in and of itself, because the remake of uh, Resident Evil on the GameCube, that was an awesome game, in my honest opinion. I just hope they, they keep the live-action stuff from the beginning of the game with Barry. Put on the sunglasses and stick the hair back. Barry! <laughs> and, Barry? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'll do that, you know? I mean, if... Uh, they're probably going to stay, like, really, really, like, uh, close to the original magic of the game. There's they, They're even keeping... They're allowing the option to not only just play as the original, like, tank controls, but also uh... with the... You can actually do it, like, in the modernized control set as well. So that means I could actually so play I this can, game. I could fix the camera? I I like I like the idea uh, I like the concept of being able to switch back and forth between the original gaming view and the new view. I don't like that though. Like just get rid of that shit. Yeah, but it's kind of why not keep it in there? I mean, especially it's just pure nostalgia. And that's all it is. It's like, yep, those graphics were shitty. Well, the thing about Resident yeah. Evil though that kind of makes it age. The original Resident Evil on PlayStation that kind of makes it age terribly. It's like, yeah, the game looks does not look that great in comparison to uh, right now. But the thing about it, like back in the day, it was a huge game. It was a huge game in terms of like like success in the survival horror franchise. It had a lot of good moments, 
But uh, this will probably be my first time that I've playing through the entirety of the original Resident Evil, considering that I've tried multiple times, like, playing through the game on the PlayStation, like, a classic thing on the PSN, and every time it's like I have to, like, I don't get back into it because of the controls. <laughs> I, I hate those controls. Yeah, and they mentioned that in the articles, like the camera. Yeah. And it's like, if you move Jill, Cursor Jill out of frame, the view will actually scroll with you now. Oh, that's good. Like, it, it, it won't. Like, it's not a set, set camera angle. Oh, thank God for that. I mean, jeez, that was one of the major, like, pains in the asses when you're playing through parts of the... Then again, the part of that original game, though, was, a. Uh, it's just scare factor. It wasn't even really... You didn't really fight that many enemies. It was just yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was like you walk through the store. It's like oh shit, oh shit. What's gonna be on the other side of the store? You come to empty hallway. You hear dogs bark, barking in the background, and yeah, it, uh, shadow come across the window shield, sill and everything. Else. Yeah, it was dead. It was kind of what Dead Space was last generation, and I don't, I, th- I think it's a pretty cool idea to do. Um, I think if they fix the controls, that'd be my main thing. Is I, I repurchased Resident Evil Four. The HD remake for 360. Mm-hmm. I remember, I was excited to play yeah. it again, but controls were like awful because they didn't really they didn't really translate very well to the 360, um, or really with, like they just didn't translate well over time. And if they could fix that, I mean, I can get past the camera if they have better controls. Um, I'd definitely be down, depending on price. If being digital only, if it comes out for like 30 bucks, mm-hmm. no. I- you know, I doubt it'll be fucking thirty bucks. Probably ten, fifteen. At most. I I think yeah. it's gonna be at least twenty. If it's gonna be ten eighty in HD, it's gonna be at least twenty. It's gotta be at least a twenty dollar game. I'm I'm gonna have I to, think. I'm sure probably fifteen at the most. Uh, this is Dude, Rogue, we're talking Rogue Legacy <laughs> is freaking seventeen dollars right now. That's pretty true. So, so I Unless, I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I we'll see. I, don't, I doubt it though. I'm calling right now. Thirty bucks. I think is gonna be the is gonna be the sweet spot for it. Well, anyway, well, anyway, though, like while we're on the topic of Resident Evil, there is a quite a bit of a rumor though coming from uh, from like the original like Xbox.com type of site. Apparently, Resident Evil Revelations Two appeared on a listing for Xbox.com. And, uh, apparently, it's like, it's, you know, obviously it's gonna be the sequel for the 2012 game, but there was box art, there was a single screenshot for, uh, for this game. It was a broken down yeah, asylum. Yeah, it was basically a broken down asylum. And... Or prison, whatever the hell it is. Hmm. Oh, God, I hope this is true. I... I... Resident Evil Revelations was a fun game. That game was amazing. They, like, the story was... Bonkers. Even the port for it was awesome. That's where I played the port on 360, and I thought that game was fucking amazing. Yeah. I I hope in comparison, a second one comes since, out. Since like uh, the release of Resident Evil 4, I felt like uh, the franchise has been strung with uh, RE5 and RE6 and stuff. But RE5 was okay. RE5 was 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 a it was fine a huge game, departure from what the H4. you know from what the original like uh, feeling of the Resident Evil games were. Again. The early games, it was a like, it was a the T virus. It was just a a strain that Umbrella had made. It wasn't supposed like people think of it as a zombie game. It was an infection game. Resident Evil's an or Biohazard. Well, yeah, I understand that though. Game. But I more or less 
and Resident Evil Four, they like mentioned like yeah, there's another true. virus. Yeah, I think I just think the overall gameplay just. I mean, like the gameplay of it yeah, being like but, survival yeah. horror, and then going to Resident Evil Five, where it's more like an action type of game and stuff. With yeah, it's I, there's a I don't know, it's action horror. I probably agree because there's some like weird mutations in that game that are just yeah fucking scary. When you're all, one for instance, right. when you're walking through the factory, and uh, you just see these cocoons above <laughs> you, and just walking through on your first playthrough, it's like you just see this fucking giant thing just drop down in front of you, <laughs> and it's like it, you can't really kill it on your first playthrough either because you don't really well, you have know what, the I ammo. Really... Mm-hmm. And it's just fucking you know what? I really hope insane. that uh, this Resident Evil Revelations two thing actually like uh, happens and. Uh, because for one, the original Revelations, it was a decent game. It had it had some decent praise, even when it was on the 3DS and even its various ports. And it was, they said it was a huge financial uh, blockbuster. Oh, I too, wonder why. I, I understand well, come <laughs> at the year, it's like you had uh, at the year you had freaking uh, God was it? Operation Raccoon City come out the. God, oh, Raccoon God. City, Resident yeah. Evil Six, and then all of a sudden you have Revelations. So, oh, hey, this is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, well, the well, Resident Evil was kind of like Revelations wasn't like they didn't, they didn't put like it was it was a 3DS game, so they didn't sink a lot of money into it, and the port thing didn't sink a lot of money to either, and it is, these games sold extremely well for what they anticipated because you had the games that they came that they put money into yeah fucking terribly well they no they sold great but they just uh, critic wise they very bombed. true well. But, uh, so I don't. Know, I hope it's great. I mean, you just have another bonkers storyline. Keep the gameplay. I don't same. even remember the storyline for. Revelations. Uh, you're on a boat, and <laughs> I remember you're on a boat. You're looking for Chris. That was about it. Yeah, you have like random flashbacks to like you're on like an island. Basically, they bombed an island or something like that because they got taken over like, by those weird. Um, the mutations pre- or whatever. Yeah, it was. It didn't make any sense, but it was still. Dude. It was still awesome. <laughs> so, it was like Metroid. But Resident Evil, because you just like, oh you unlock the Metroid Evil. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, have you ever played Resident Evil Revelations you probably, before? You can probably find it for like twenty dollars on well, three sixty. Oh, that, I, I probably am just going to pick up the three DS version since I don't have those other consoles. But it looks it looks a lot better on the three sixty and PS3. You know what? The yeah. one thing I, I, I could say, like for uh, if well, just going back to this whole, whole Resident Evil remake. I just hope that it, when it does come out, it's really good, and that a lot of people buy it because I want to see the other like classic Resident Evil games are made like this, like Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three, stuff like that. Because I, Resident Evil Six, it it depends on if uh, first dude. One does I would love to play so through well. the trilogy. You you also you also got to remember you're in another uh, generation of gamers like the people who play Resident Evil '96. Are fifty something right now? Um, I don't know. I mean, no. well, let's, probably thirties. Uh, I bet They're probably in their, like early to mid. I, I mean, that's think, kind yeah. of the prime thirties. Yeah, I think that's kind of a that's kind of like the if you look at the stat wise. I mean, the the people that play the most games nowadays are late twenties to like mid thirties. Well, I, so. I think we're. I think we've been in this sort of like. Uh, this whole like generational thing for the past like I know, decade I got or even more so than that where it's like another generation comes another remake or another like type of things where you gotta 
you know, pump it up to the new generation stuff. So I'm just really looking forward just just to seeing how this Resident Evil thing. Yeah, and that's why Resident Evil Six was like it was like Resident Evil Six was aiming more Ugh. towards the Call of Duty audience. <laughs> And which means bullet, everyone was a bullet sponge. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we got like one more bit of news here. Apparently, Sony says the PlayStation Move was ahead of its time. Okay, <laughs> first thing before I can say anything else, that is the most oh stupidest <laughs> statement Please I tell me you could ever that. put out. For oh this type God. Of thing. I mean, you really? I, you, I just want to point out. Oh man, I just want to point out the fact that this came out after the the Wii, which is pretty ironic. Which basically, and even this so, is the, the Wii, Wii wasn't exactly a hundred percent original either. It was a fucking this, laser pointer. The, the yeah, but the thing, but the but this thing was ahead <laughs> of its time. It was about it was three, three years, years late to the party. <laughs> PlayStation, yeah. All right, let, let me let me say this real quick. PlayStation Move at the time the Wii U came out uh-huh. was the Wii U. Oh, so. It just didn't have the first party Mario. Oh, let me get this straight here. So officially, it was the Wii U before so it didn't the have Wii U was games. here. So that Got means uh, potentially it wouldn't have sold either way. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, sorry, people. We're Nintendo fans. It was. It was. It was the Wii without without good games. That's what he's saying, basically. I mean, like SOCOM Four and was fun with fun ish with the move. But you had to or think of all the peripherals you had to yep. have. You had to have the camera. You had to have the joystick or whatever the yep. fuck that is. The ball. You had you to also buy had the navigation to controller. You had to have to make sure the, the camera was calibrated correctly in order to play the games. Yeah, with the Wii yep. though, you just had to have the Wii and that yep. little motion bar at the top. It all came yep. with the freaking console. The camera, you if unless you bought the pack. But here's the thing: the separately. difference between the PlayStation Move and the Nintendo Wii at this time. Nintendo Wii was the full-on console itself. The PlayStation Move was an accessory that was an afterthought. Yeah. Peripheral. The PlayStation Three. Yeah, it, it's like oh my god, oh my god, uh, Wii's doing so much great. Let's make <laughs> Everybody on the motion sensor bandwagon. Yeah, that's that was just funny. Yeah. Connect oh, Connect did actually did okay. Connect Connect had the game. Connect had the games. Connect had the. It had voice a few great games. Had support. Though. It had a few good games. It had though, support. For Connect though, like it had it had uh, Just Dance and some other games. Like, yeah, it, it, Microsoft. Give them credit. Yeah. Connect is a piece of shit back then. That's but very they true. Knew what the target and it, it was did well enough. It. They built. They did well enough. They built their new console, the yeah. Xbox One, around it. Unfortunately, it, it bombed. But they, but at the time, the sales wise, it did well enough that they thought they could build Very a whole true. thing around it. And only Nintendo, <laughs> I mean, the 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 motion control part is a was a I think to me was a, right. was a flash in the pan, and it worked with Nintendo because it was the first of its kind. It went. It worked with Nintendo because you had Nintendo as the as the thing. It was new consoles. Like no, they didn't really say anything about the motion controls. Until right before it was out. And it was like, alright, here's the new thing. You play, you move at the same time. Plus, it uh, gives you exercise. And they had the Wii Fit uh, peripheral. Mm-hmm. That sold like hotcakes. Yeah. Guess what? No one used it. I, I, I will admit, I did like saying uh, Boomstick. Boomstick. Aspect, <laughs> pull up the shotgun. Free Evil, free evil, dude, oh, that's cool. uh, free evil Dead 2. Uh, that's cool. 
That's pr- you actually tried that? Yeah. That's cool. That was the only use I ever had other than next episode wow. for Connect. Wait, what? Did you have a connector at this thing? When I bought, when I bought, when I upgraded to the 250 gigabyte um, Xbox Slim, Slim, it came with a connect. I had it for like a week. Uh, the only reason uh, I bought it because it was cheaper actually to buy the connect. Uh-huh. And it came with like three games, and it was cheaper than the one without the bundle. So I took yeah. the three games and the connect I got with it, and I just traded them in and bought games from oh, I see. Xbox. Yeah, the connect functionality for the media part of Xbox was great. It was like, next episode, don't have to do anything, but then again, it's like you can be in another room and say stuff and it work. Yeah. Alright, well, that pretty much concludes this episode, and the final episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast, and so oh, I will go inside my wrestler <laughs> of the week, which, you know what, I don't really do too many TNA wrestlers too much, so... Shark Boy. Well, that's episode the thing. One. I don't know really too too much of the TNA stuff. You did Curry Man in episode five. Curry Man. Curry yeah, Man. Like Shark Curry Boy. Man, Shark Boy. And Why don't I remember these else. episodes? <laughs> I think you just make up rather... episode numbers. Nope, I remember. That's kind of weird. But anyway, I'm going to go with Samoa Joe. Yeah. Samoa Joe. This he's dude. He's going to kill you. Yeah, he's going to kill you. And there's a reason why that... Uh, he had that nickname or had that phrase and stuff. Whenever the chant, the crowd goes ahead and chants, Joe's going to kill you. It's pays in reference to a lot of the feuds that he had inside Ring of Honor. Because there were some matches that he had in that uh, promotion that were just really crazy. He had feuds like with, I think it was like with Daniel Bryan, like Brian Danielson, obviously. And CM Punk. Yeah, the best of three uh, tournament with CM Punk. Yeah, that was insane too. But uh, the thing about Samoa Joe, he does a lot of these powerful moves. He He's freaking tough. His finisher is the rear naked choke, which, you know what, if you've ever had a rear naked choke applied to you and stuff, it's incredibly dangerous because if you, like, uh, if you grapple, like, somebody's neck, like, just, just right or something like that, you can completely cut off the air supply and make them pass out, like, in the span of uh, not even, like, a few minutes and stuff. But uh, he's no... He also has the muscle buster. Yeah, he has the muscle buster, which if... If uh, if there are like a few of you who ever watched that old like cartoon on like the Fox Kids Network from back in the day, Ultimate Muscle, basically Kid Muscle's move is just basically what Samoa Joe's like Muscle Buster is, where he just goes ahead, gets them up into a suplex and stuff, grabs their legs and stuff like that, and just drops them on their neck. <laughs> yeah. Which it looks incredibly awesome though when he does it. But he's also known for the strong corner Sambo suplex, like Sambo Slam, actually. It's very hard to look at. It's like he gets his opponent up in the corner of the turnbuckle, right? And so he goes up. He goes, he gets the, the opponent's arm like over his shoulder. And it kind of looks like he's doing a rock bottom, but he's not. He has the whole grappling kind of like the finisher of the rock bottom. But he goes and he just picks them up and just slams them hard just like on the back of the shoulder blades and stuff. But yeah, he's been, I believe he's been the Ring of Honor like uh like world heavyweight champion he's also been the tna champ as well and currently he is uh the x division champion for like tna as well he actually had a match for this taping of uh tna i think it was like tonight or something like that again like him and another like uh indie like uh favorite here low-key yeah but uh yeah that's pretty much the wrestler of the week right here samoa joe he's gonna kill you 
So, Knuckles, do you have any trivia for this week? I do, actually, and it is Warner Ginger Boy's favorite animes. Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Oh. <laughs> For the PlayStation and GameCube. Okay. And later, Budokai, or Dragon Ball Z Budokai HD for the 360 and PS3. Well, for the fans who know Dragon Ball Z, Uh everyone knows Vegeta. Yep. And how, when he arrived on Earth at the beginning of the Saiyan Saga, he couldn't uh, sense power levels. Yep. He learned that ability later on in the Namek Saga, however. Yep. Well... In the first scene of the level show Gohan's true power, great the great A Fujita is crushing Goku, then says, That power level where which is inconsistent with the anime since Vegeta could not learn the since power levels of dynamic. I didn't know that. That was actually kind of uh, that's kind of a crazy oversight, especially if you have a licensing and thing that's based so close to uh, the actual series itself. Yeah, it's like the whole point of Budokai. I think, yeah, I think it's Budokai. Yeah. It's also inconsistent, The whole point too. of Budokai is just go through, uh... Let's just go through the... Saiyan Saga all the way to the end of the Cell Saga, which... I know. It also showed, like, clips of the show. I mean, it's so... It's so inconsistent, too, because if he could sense power levels, he wouldn't have had his, like, uh, tail cut off by Yajirobe and stuff that, uh... You know, well, Yadrobi had power level of five. He wouldn't even probably even notice that. <laughs> Maybe, but anyway, that was that. Uh, it though for your trivia, though, Knuckles. Yep, that was it. All right. So anyway, for the time being, up until like uh, we change our name and stuff, check us out for Drunk Dash Nerds on Facebook and Drunk Underscore Nerds on Twitter. And, of course, on YouTube, we have our YouTube page, Drunk Nerdum, which I believe probably will have its name changed sooner or later. If uh, we can get the name change. Yeah, if we can it get the name change. It might be a whole new uh, fucking... <laughs> and we might have to get a new fucking YouTube page, which suck, but easily port the videos over. Alright, so anyway, that about does it for this episode. I have been your host, the Jack of Hearts. I was Ginger Boy. And I've been Knuckles. GG, everyone. So long, everybody. <laughs> and we're out. Da, 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 da. Some beers there. Anyways, we're on iTunes now, so go on there, check us out, and if you like us, leave us a review, and we'll even shout you out, and Jack will send you his credit card number. <laughs>